Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. Here on was it Tuesday, the twenty-fourth of November at eight PM. And thank you to everyone who's watching the recording. Don't forget that we are here at eight PM every single Tuesday. And you can also listen to us as a podcast as well. Just head over to your favorite podcatcher, um, Acast uh, or iTunes, something like that, uh, and search for New Zealand Sports Radio, and you'll find us there um, with our daily shows. So uh, do head over to. Um, to that if you like to listen on and go um, rather than just watch and what are we going to talk about or am i going to talk about <laughs> because it looks like i have been stood up this evening um, and i'm on my own so uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to have a quick look at a uh, 15 that um, the legendary marty banks facebook page um put up um and this is a 15 of my 10 cup players who don't have super rugby contracts um uh, we'll also have a look at uh, the Moana Pacifica um, show, uh, uh, sorry, side that uh, is set to play against the uh, Maori All Blacks um, at, uh, when is that? It's 5th of December, I think it is. Um, and uh, uh, as well, and uh, that Maori All Blacks side is supposed to be announced about half the way through this show. So we may or may not have a look at the Maori All Blacks side um, as well. Also, um, a topic that uh, Stephen Harris will never chat about, even though he's not here, <laughs> was um, looking at the game time that some of the All Blacks in the squad have been uh, given. There are three All Blacks who are on tour at the moment who have played zero minutes um, of uh, zero minutes of game time. So a bit of a question mark. Did they really need to take all those players on tour? Um, would those players have been better off back home playing in the minor 10 cup we'll have a chat about that as well so those are the main topics um of the evening um and uh, if there are any other topics that you would the, the like if you're watching us live that you would like us to talk about then please throw them in the live chat uh if there are topics you would like us to cover next week um then again um you can uh, throw you can uh, send me a tweet or uh, or a direct message me on twitter if you want to at driving more um or you can head over to patreon um at patreon.com uh, forward slash nz sports radio um and uh, you'll be able to um send me a message through that system as well if you want to so as i say send us your questions for next week i'm um, always um, love to know what you guys would like us to uh, talk about so let's um crack in then and have a look at some um, some of uh, these um uh, this this minor 10 cup or uh, 15 um, that's been put together by the legendary Marty Banks um, Facebook page, um, a real funny page uh, doing a lot of uh, good work um, and yes, this kind of comes into this whole super rugby signings side of things most of the news we've had recently in all honesty has been about signings for um, or from the, uh, the Chiefs uh, and uh, so but we'll have a look at uh, some of these players um, that Jesse Wood 
over on um, the uh, Legend of Mighty Banks um, has put up there. Um, look at there, uh, Jared Adams, yep, um, for Auckland, the, uh, the the prop there. Um, and, yeah, well, when we have a look at the um, some of the props that are available through Moana Pacifica, um, I think you'll see actually there's some quite good props around. But um, Jordan Olsen, you've got to say, really unlucky at the moment. But there is a fantastic prop of hookers um, at the moment uh, in, New, uh, in uh, New Zealand rugby. But he has been playing captain for that, or he's the captain for that Northland side uh, who have made themselves, have got themselves their first ever final. Uh, this is the first time ever that actually, uh, the, 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 uh, the semi-finals, the first time they ever won a semi-final or a playoff or a finals game. Um, so you've got to say, he's doing a good job up there in Northland. Um, up there, Josh um, Holnick with Otago. Um, again, Otago perhaps coming up a little bit short in uh, what they're hoping for, but still um, a, a good season. Uh, a couple of players here in uh, Samuel Slade and also Jason Robertson, County's Manicow, had a bit of a tough old season, let's be honest. Um, and uh, so to shine under that situation is kind of um, a bit of a problem. And Nocturnal Wright says, are you running the bath ball? No, I'm not. Um, so uh, I'll give you a quick sneak preview, a uh, quick sneak uh, behind the scenes view here. So it all looks kind of flash like that, doesn't it? If I turn sideways, you'll see that actually um, I'm in my garage. Uh, and that means that I have a tin roof that um, does not, as you can see, um, have any um, lining. So um, what that means is that, uh, yeah, you can hear the rain that is coming down um, here in Waihi. Uh, it has been a uh, wet and uh, cold day today um, here in Waihi. Uh, and I'm sorry, but that's what you can hear in the background. Um, not much I can do about that, I'm afraid. Uh, I will uh, be looking at some... Uh, putting some soundproofing in and some insulation in. That should hopefully um, help with that situation. Um, but here we go. A man riding in to the rescue. Um, we have uh, Stephen Harris joining us. How are you doing, sir? Oops, no, he's just removed his headphones and he's running off. Fantastic. What brilliant timing there. Um, so I'll wait for Stephen to uh, to come back um, and, uh, and and have a chat with us. Um, but yes, yeah, sorry about the noise, folks. Uh, that's um, uh, I say we, we are at the early stages um, of the uh, renovations here in Waihi at some um, New Zealand Sports Radio HQ. Uh, and uh, if you are a member, a supporter of uh, New Zealand of NZ Sport Radio through on Patreon, um, you'll see that I do produce. I'm giving people behind the curtains views, um, which is um, going through uh, the renovations that I'm doing here. Uh, also looks at uh, New Zealand Sport Radio as a business, shows you all the income out uh, and uh, all the costs um, that I have. Uh, and yeah, just runs through that kind of stuff. So if you want to become a supporter, you can do for the dollar a month. Um, it really is um, uh, a great deal. And I also do quite, uh, do um, opinion videos um, for those people as well. So um, we'll just wait for Stephen to put his headphones on and we'll go. But um, we're looking at uh, this... Um, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the this list from um, the Legend of Marley Banks. Um, Xavier Rowe playing for Waikato has, um, let's be honest, um, been uh, been rumoured to have been given his to be given a, a role um, at um, the Chiefs next season. Which I think was a little bit of surprise considering they've already got Weber, Brad Weber and Triple T on the books, uh, but um, a good reward for him. Uh, I'll just bring in Stephen now because it looks like he's got his headphones um, on and he's now joining us. All been running off there. <laughs> oh, good evening, Paul. I can hear uh, rain on the roof by the sound of things. Yes, I'm afraid so. And uh, yeah, Nocturnal Rights says, yes, yeah, Stephen is turning his tap off, bath tap off. <laughs> he's already a bath here. Uh, and, that's what, so, and that's what's causing all the noise. Um, so yeah, you might find it goes quiet from time to time when I'm muting my microphone so, so that we can hear um, the. Um, uh, yeah, hear the uh, uh, hear, hear what he has to say. But we're looking at the legend of Marty Banks um, 15 here, um, Stephen. Um, and a guy, a guy you've been talking about uh, over the last couple of days, over the last couple of weeks, is Jordan Olsen, uh, and the fact that he hasn't got a, a super heavy contract currently. Yeah, just a little bit unlucky. I think there's so many good hookers running around in the uh, in the competition. Uh, 
uh, Paul, it's, it's just one of those things, but he is playing some really good good rugby at the minute. And um, yeah, just, I, I, I suppose you never know, he might pick up a, a wider training squad uh, contract, but he has uh, played international rugby for Canada. So that could be something that could be holding him back as well as an overseas player. Very, very similar circumstances to uh, Tony Lamborn. Well, I was about to say, like, yeah, there's a couple of names on here that have played in South Rugby, say, say Olsen for, for Canada, um, Tony Lamborn for the USA. And one of the problems that um, those players have is that Super Rugby sides only have, I think it's two players they're allowed to have that are not New Zealand qualified um, in their squads. Um, and because of that, obviously, they have to be rather judicious with that. And if they can find a New Zealand player who is, pardon me, um, nearly as good or, or as good as an overseas player, they'll choose that New Zealand player because that leaves them space to have that foreign player um, elsewhere. So, yeah, I think Olsen and Lamborn, for that reason, both could have a bit of a problem. As um, Aaron says, the Blues need a good hooker. So maybe the reason for not, not re-signing Tony Lamborn is that they can now sign um, Jordan Olsen instead uh, there for the Blues. But we'll have to wait and see um, what will happen. Um, another point that one that, that, that has been made um, on this thread in on um, the Legend of Marty Bank site or page is that historically the well historically the Minor Ten Cup team would play would be put together by the best club players. Now Minor Ten Cup players um, quite a lot of them have multi-year contracts um, and so there are only so many spaces up for grabs each season. And the same applies for the super rugby teams is that they're not all on one year contracts. The, some of the people players some of the players clearly are on multi-year contracts and therefore um a good player can come along, but because they've already got three hookers signed or three or three halfbacks signed, there isn't space um, for, um, for for a player um, to be um, uh, to be picked up, and um, that's where I think Xavier Rowe's got a bit. Um, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm surprised Xavier Rowe didn't go to the, the Hurricanes. I think he has, Paula. With with with, I think he actually has been picked up by the Hurricanes in recent days. Okay, because the rumours on stuff were that he'd been picked up by the by the Chiefs. Wow, and that Milo Harris basically has been dropped um, to make way for him, uh, and that so and which um, I say with Brad Weber and Triple T at the Chiefs, you got to say Xavier Rowe isn't probably going to get that much game time than before um, at the Chiefs, but um, uh, it, it is his hometown. Uh, he is a Waikato player, so uh, yeah, um, you can understand why he why he might want to sign here. But you'd think he would have more opportunities down at the Hurricanes with. TJ Perinara going off to um, Japan for a year. And also, oh, I've gone blank. The Manawa 2 captain who's going to pick up a serious injury um, there as well. So, yeah, the, the Hurricane is definitely needing to find at least one, if not two, um, scrum halves. Do we, we, have, we have problems hearing me, Stephen? Yeah, Paul, I, I, was, I was about to say... Um... Yeah, Xavier Rowe, you'd, you'd be hoping that he'd be picked up by, by the uh, Hurricanes. I'll, base, I'll check on that as uh, hopefully Boyle will join us uh, a little bit later in the show, but I'll uh, check on that as well. I looked through a lot of those names. There's actually some really, really good uh, young promising guys, but just before we get away from the hookers, I know there's the boy uh, Talai who plays for North Harbour, who I understand has not a contract either, so there's a couple of decent hookers running around in the Blues franchise, Paul. Yeah, there are. I mean, look, there's, there's some decent players in the Blues franchises. Let's go. We've got Northland who have made it up to made it to the final. Auckland are in the final, um, and uh, Northland also, um, whilst they've been relegated from the Premiership, they put in some good wins over um, uh, Tasman and um, other teams as well. So, but there's some quality players there in the Blues franchise area, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I guess. The problem is that you, you can't sign all of them. You can't have three teams worth of players all at the Blues. Um, so I guess that's part of um, part of the problem that the Blues have. But yeah, there are some, there are some decent players um, there, definitely. Um, Simon Hughes makes a point. Tony Lamborn and um, Jordan Olsen could go and play in Major League Rugby. They could, absolutely. But obviously, Super Rugby is a high is a is a higher level for them um, to prepare for international, and also that you get paid more. Um, as well, uh, the, the 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 salaries in Major League Rugby, whilst they're improving, still have got a long way to go to catch up with the other leagues, and also the quality of play isn't the same 
um, let's be honest. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, I, um, freedom. Um, I thought I think might be um, in a training squad down in the Highlanders. So hopefully he'll be looking at trying to do well down there. Um, the um, number 12 here that they haven't included. Um, I split the Hawks Bay for army, but I thought it was also um, I've gone blank as to the I was going to say Trask, but I know it's not. There's another young guy down there that hasn't been picked up by the um, by the Hurricanes. I thought might also um, uh, might, might also have got been picked up. I've gone blank as his name now. Never mind. Um, it, it, Paul, I was about to say, interestingly enough, I think uh, normally uh, Danny Tawala would be playing uh, second five <clears throat> for uh, for uh, for Hawks Bay, but he's been injured. So um, uh, the likes of um, the likes of Nerai Formai, he's normally a winger, has moved into second five for Hawks Bay. I don't know if he's quite done enough to secure a place as a, as a midfielder just yet um, at, this, at this point in time. He's very much a, a, a fill-in at this stage, a little bit like the winger that's playing for Auckland at the moment at second five. That uh, just escapes my name as well. Maybe is that is that Talia? Um, oh, Talia, he's, yep. He's also yep. been playing there. Um, yeah, uh, out, as well. Out of, out, of, out of position, but I've also heard in recent days Jacob, uh, um, the boy, uh, and once again nocturnal rights. I was about to read the name, but uh, you've just got that. Uh, Nocturnal Rights has come up. That's Jacob uh, Ratu Maitivuku. Um, Neepkins from Taranaki is a uh, is being linked with the Blues at the moment. So uh, there's a couple of guys here that may still pick up uh, contracts. One of the young promising group that I like is TK Howden from Manawatu. Um, in a team that struggled this year, he really, really impressed me. Did the uh, blindside flanker, but I'll probably see him as, as maybe a super rugby player a year or two from now. Uh, okay, uh, Jacob. Um, from what I'm hearing on the grapevine, is he's definitely got a Blues contract. Um, so yes, that's the, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see him um, at Blues um, next uh, next season. Um, interestingly, there's, there's, there's going to be a space um, in at the Chiefs because Solomon Amalo is uh, moving down to the Highlanders. A fantastic signing for the Highlanders. Amalo, um, I think a, a move's going to be good for him. He's he's got about I reckon what three years ago now. He was probably being. Um, Towson as being an All Black, uh, got injured, has um, has had a couple of tough seasons, and I think perhaps a fresh start somewhere else might be the, might be the best thing for him mm, mm, mm. Uh, after after his um, uh, after his season kind of uh, um, uh, not after his season, sorry after his career has stalled um, a little bit. Um, Aaron mentions AJ Lamb. Um, I've not heard anything about him uh, getting any Super Rugby contracts currently, uh, to be honest. Um, have you heard anything around AJ Lamb? Um, I believe AJ Lamb's been signed by the Blues. He's as, as well. Wow. So hang on. So how many wingers are the Blues picking up? Um, that's a, that's a good quick. That's a good question. Well, I don't think they'll be resigning Jordan Highland um, this year. And uh, of course, if you've got to remember, they signed Joe Marchant as a, a centre slash winger last year. So um, yeah, they're probably a bit bit heavy in, in terms of our, our outside backs. But um, I'm just trying to think who their, their, their current wingers are at the moment. And then you've got the likes of Rico Ioani, who they probably see more as a centre these days. Paul, so you've got Caleb Clark, if you want to bring up the blue squad while I'm uh, chatting away. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those interesting ones. Freedom Vahakalo, I'm really wrapped for him. Very, very good player out of Ponsonby here in Auckland. Very, very promising kid. Great story as, as well. Paul... Um, not many people may, may know this, but he was struggling a few years ago. In fact, he was pretty much homeless. So uh, it just shows, goes, goes to show with um, some good hard work, your circumstances can change relatively quickly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and a lot of these players, it, it is about getting that, get, getting the opportunity, isn't it, really? And uh, once they get the opportunity, they do really well. So outside backs for um, the Blues at the moment, Caleb Clark, Matt Duffy, Jordan Highland, Amoni Nora, um, Jared Page uh, and Mark Talia. Yeah, um, well, so well, well, there you go. Um, both. Um, well, don't forget uh, Matt Duffy's moved on. He's gone overseas as well. Jordan Highland. Um, I'm not too sure will be will be picked up this this year. Just one of those things. Jordan getting on in age uh, this year, and also Jared Page is the sort of player that can slip into fullback. Although he did really well 
when he was on the uh, wing for Harbour, especially earlier in the season. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. So uh, yeah. With, with Duffy and Highland, perhaps they have got a couple of spaces to fill um, there with that one. Um, uh, in, in in that uh, in, in that kind of space, um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, in the centres, as you say, um, uh, Rico Wani is now in there with uh, TJ Fiani, uh, Tanalea Talia, and um, uh, um, Tamati Tua. Uh, so there's perhaps a bit of a space um, in that in, in, in there as well. Yep. Um, just on just on Tamati Tua, he won't feature in Super Rugby in 2021. He's uh, <clears throat> going in for a shoulder. Shoulder uh, shoulder surgery on the fifth uh, of December, from what I understand. Or, although that could be extended if he makes the uh, New Zealand Maori team um, uh, that will play that one-off game against Moana Pacifica. Um, but he's very much out of Super Rugby for the entire 2021 season. So we go. Okay. So yeah. So number of backs available then, or, or space in the backs. Um, obviously, uh, Aaron is saying that the Blues still need a fullback. Um, yeah, I think they might see Stephen Perifetta back there with um, uh, a Terry Black uh, in the ten jersey, um, and Harry Plummer also might fill in in the in the centres. He's played he's played quite a bit at twelve, hasn't he, for um, for Auckland? Yeah, um, not, I'm not not totally convinced that as Plummer as a twelve. Um, yeah, you've got you've got definitely got Perifetta, um, you've got uh, Jared Page who can slip in there, and you've got Narawa, who I reckon could probably slip into that fifteen jersey as well. Yeah, he does a bit for a bit of that for um uh for, for the um oh I've gone blank um for for, for the uh, for the Bay of Plenty um looking at I mean the Chiefs I mean one of their problems is going to be um the uh uh is is going to be a lock I think um Allardyce and Tyler Ardron both have moved on um Vaiz come in and obviously they'll get Brady Retallick back. Um, but maybe there's a maybe there's a space for a, for a lock in there. Um, I think they're probably well stocked at um, flanker, um, but with Cruden and Ty Falcon moving on, um, there's there's still I mean they've got Trask uh, and um, Gatlin's moved there, but still perhaps room for another fly half um, at um, at the Chiefs um, and. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I think there's, there's perhaps there's some spaces there for a couple of players. Yeah, listen, Paul, I, I think Jason Robertson from Counties Monaco has done a really admirable job since he's moved mm. into that pivot spot at uh, Counties Monaco, taking over from uh, Baden Kerr, who, who Counties bought back, and uh, he he ran the ship earlier in the season. But from what I've understand in recent times, Jason Robertson has uh, signed with Major League Rugby, so uh, unlikely okay. unlikely to see Jason feature in Super Rugby as well. Yep. Moving on then to the Hurricanes, um, with Jamie Booth's injury and, say, TJ Perinar having overseas, we're a bit surprised that the rumours are that Xavier Rowe's going to the Chiefs, but the space definitely there for for, um, for, for some for some players. Um, the uh, nocturnal rights, yeah, lots of premium in New Zealand. You've got to say that's probably pretty true. Um, the um, With uh, Ruben Love and um, Julian Surveyor jo- joining as wings, having lost Ben Lamb and, Cor- and um, Corbus Van Wick, maybe they're uh, a pretty, I think they'll look at probably a fairly settled side out of the Hurricanes, apart from that um, halfback um, slot, really. Um, uh, into the into the Crusaders, um, Billy Harmond moving to the Highlanders, um, Fetuli and Pia also moving to the Highlanders uh, with, um, you've got to say, there's Again, pretty settled side, but maybe um, a couple of slots available. But you've got to say those are probably going to come out of the um, uh, Canterbury and um, oh, I've gone blank. Canterbury uh, and um, Tasman—they generally don't like to go outside of those regions to pick up players. Um, 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 which, um, which means that maybe someone like um, Chafee, uh, uh Ficky uh, for, for Canterbury might get a look in. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. I I see somebody like Shane Fihaki as uh, as a wee bit of a development player for the for the Crusaders. Of uh, of course, uh, um, boy, they're well stocked in wingers as well. Fire Nuku, who was so impressive in the uh, semi final last week, and don't forget, he's got a Leicester's got a brother as well. <laughs> it's Timo and Leicester, 
Fire Nuku. So man, there's there's plenty of firepower in terms of uh, of wingers. Just uh, checked on that stuff. Um, that stuff news report, yeah, Xavier Rowe definitely being linked with uh, the uh, Waikato Chiefs, not the uh, Hurricanes, Paul. So, uh, yeah, he's set to be set to get a call up from the Chiefs, which is good news for uh, Xavier Rowe. Yep, no, it's good, it's good news. I'm not, I say, I'm not sure how much um, uh, how much time uh, I say how, how much game time we'll get with Triple T, and also um, uh, old um, Brad Weber being there but hey hopefully hopefully that'll be good I, the highlanders are the one where you've got to say there's lots of lots of movement going on um they've already brought in alamalo um Corai, uh, and milner scudder into the outside back positions um the uh, uh i mentioned um pierre from the crusaders uh they've also brought in number eight um he know the uh um uh, the, the Japanese international into number eight. Billy Harmon has moved down from Crusaders, um, and uh, Jeremy Ainsley has come over from the uh, Rebels as well. So they've lost Dylan Hunt up to the Blues. Uh, Jesse Parate is going off to Japan, as is Rob Thompson. Um, so yeah, I think there's going to be quite a lot of change there in uh, down at the Highlanders, and potentially. So it's going to be interesting to see what I think theirs is probably the most uh, interesting squad announcement that we're going to see when the uh, Super Rugby squads get announced. This is Paul, um, Nocturnal Rights just mentioned uh, Sam Kidd from Northland. Um, it's, it's a shame that he has signed with the uh, New South Wales uh, Waratahs, but I, I just kind of wonder the fact that he actually signed that contract may have something to do with why he's playing such good rugby. You know, you know you've got that super contract uh, lock, locked in with the Waratahs, and of course he's taken his opportunity since uh, Timo Mayana Vanua has joined the, uh, well, should I say the ill-fated uh, um, Fijian uh, rugby team that's uh, over at, with the uh, Autumn Internationals at, at the moment. So it's a real shame shame for them, but that's left the door open for, for Sam Caird, and he is playing some great rugby at the moment. I just think he's just one of those players. He was in the Blues development squad last year, is why he he didn't get an opportunity at the Chiefs when the Chiefs were looking for locks. He's originally a Waikato boy, so uh, it's one of those things, I guess, all about the timing. Yeah, it's a thing, and people like uh, Will Tucker, for example, who got some, um, who, who who got a short, who got a short term thing down at the Highlanders. Why didn't he get a look in at the Chiefs again? Another Waikato player. Um, I've not um, heard much of him or from him this season. I'm not quite sure what's gone on there um, with him and why he's not uh, played much in the Mighty Ten Cup. Um, but yeah, so some players there who. Uh, um, who might do, who, yeah, who, who you think might get involved. So as I say, definitely looking, look at that, that Highlanders um, squad is going to be kind of uh, an interesting one uh, to look at. Now, Stephen, we have a choice now. Do you want to go and uh, talk about some um, All Blacks players and having not played very much? Or do you want to have a look at the uh, the Pacifica um, squad? Oh, listen, I think we'll, we, um, I, I suppose Buller was going to join us this evening. He said he'd try and jump in halfway through. But I, I do want to talk about that uh, the uh, players that are getting very limited minutes in, in, in Australia. I find it very disappointed. I, I sort of uh, tweeted out an uh, article that was on stuff about the amount of minutes some players had received. Paul, hopefully you'll be able to post that. Um, that's a snapshot of those uh, minutes that some of the players have actually played virtually in the last uh, two or three months or so, but it, it's, it's not the greatest if, as we sort of go through all these players. Now, these are players that are all currently in Australia and, and the three at the three at the bottom were players that were added. Well, let's, let's, let's just, um, squad. Uh, for those people listening, listening to the podcast, um, the, the players we're going to be talking about here, um, and these players have had limited minutes are so, so, uh, Will Jordan, Cullum Grace, uh, Peter Amanga Jensen, Brad Weber, Dalton Papalihi, Mitchell Dunshay, Deplice, um, De Karifi, and George Bauer as well. So those are the players that um, all those players have had uh, 21 minutes or less of game time uh, during the uh, of international game time in the last three months. So um, yeah, and those last three uh, you're going to talk about um, as in Mitch, Mitchell Dunshay, Deplice, Karifi, and George Bauer. Yeah, really, really, really disappointing. I mean to say, those are, you know, in the Mighty 
um, squads that are playing back here in New Zealand. But those guys are all important. I mean, so George Bauer, important to the uh, important to that Otago team. Duplessis Karifi, we know what a uh, an influence he is when he's on the field playing for Wellington. And of course, uh, Mitchell Dunshay, you know, sadly missed in the engine room uh, for Canterbury. Although, admittedly, Canterbury in those last two games of the season, ironically, uh, beat the two teams that are playing off in the final this weekend. But uh, but once again, it just it just disappoints it. I'd, I'd bet you dollars to donuts if you ask these guys um, if they've in, in, enjoyed what they've endured in Australia. I'd say they'd be pretty ticked about it. You know, these guys who want to play rugby, um, I find it just absolutely strange. Yes, I get the whole, I get the whole COVID thing, um, but you know, sometimes I think you've you've just got to work with what work with what you've got. At times, and it just, it just for me, it just seems like they've got far too many players over there. And once again, you go through some of the, the guys that have already been over there. Dalton Papa Ali, 13 minutes, seriously? Um, yeah. You know, to so, me, it, it, to me, it's it's poor. So Peter Mangan Jensen was brought in because of injuries um, uh, for that um, Australia game in Auckland. Um, and, I th- and he played, I think he probably, uh, for 14 minutes, and he probably then should have been released back out of the squad once the players had recovered. He's gone over to Australia, hasn't played any time. Him, um, Offer Twangafasi, who is obviously banned, and Karifi um, have all been sent home early. So Karifi mm. will not be picked, or is not available to be picked, for this coming weekend's game against Argentina. Um, so, the, um, so yes, yeah, so there's that one. Um, Aaron says, yeah, losses to Australia and Argentina most likely have influence on playing time. Um Lost to Australia, yes. The loss to Argentina. I mean, we've not had a game since then, so you can't react to that. Um, and uh, I guess that that was the kind of game. The loss to Australia, I agree. That that Argentina was probably where players like uh, Mitchell Dunshay probably should have been, and, and Kariffi should have been on the bench, um, and uh, uh, to give them um, time. Unfortunately, but uh, they, they went back to the first choice team um, for um, that one. Um, now, nocturnal rights makes the. Uh, Makes the point that they, they, they could afford they could have picked a small squad and then call players up if there was, if there was no quarantine. To me, mm. I get and I understand why George Bauer is there as a prop. Okay, you can't replace props with other players. However, um, do you really need Karifi and Papulihi when you've also got um, Scott Barrett there who can play as play at six? Do you need? Um, oh, I, I, well, actually, do you need? Uh, we've got three. I mean, Cullen Grace, Dodge Papulihi, and Karifi between them have played 16 minutes. Um, you don't need three spare back row forwards. Um, yep. The I, I get why Brad, Brad Webber's there. I get why I, I saw Moore's there. You need you need three prop three three scrum halves. You need three uh, three hookers. But again, um, you didn't need all those those three loose forwards. You probably mm. didn't need Mitch Dunshay either because Colin Grace can step into uh, the locking position if required. Um, and um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I, so, well, whilst I, I, I get where he's coming from, I, th- I think they were overly con- um, overly conservative with the, with the numbers yeah, they took. Yeah, you know, you take somebody like Dalton Papa Papa Lee. I mean, to say he's um, he's a, he's the sort of guy that you can actually play at either six or seven equally well. And you know, probably at a pinch, I think he could probably he's big enough to probably move move into into number eight. Uh, Callum Grace can also come out of that six jersey and play at lock. So why the need for Mitchell Dun Dunshay? It's yeah, it just it just it big it beggars belief. And once again it's it's pretty much another poke at the uh, at at the Mitre Ten Cup. If you were really, really serious about giving the uh the Mitre Ten Cup that the respect that it's due, you'd leave as many of these guys still playing back here, rugby in New Zealand. Um, Aaron asks, how many minutes did Akira play? Now, to be fair to Akira, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> um, the reason he got pulled was because of the red card to offer Twanga Fassi. Um, so I'm not sure how many minutes he played. I think he would have played 60 to 70 minutes. Um, so I, I think he would have got a, a, a good chunk of game time. So I think even if he has only played 20 odd minutes, um, I still think that, um, that Akira one is the exception, um, to the rule. Um, and if you are going to take big squads, yes, nocturnal rights bring back midweek games on tour. Then I absolutely agree. I think yeah, if you mm. are, if you're going to take big squads, then take give, play some sort of game that they can play. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's a great idea. I mean, um, on the bye weeks, they, they could easily have, have said, OK, um, what we're going to have is Australia A are going to play the All Blacks when the Wallabies and Pumas are playing and when the um, the All Blacks, just like when the All Blacks and the um, Wallabies played, the Pumas had a game against Australia A. So there was a team there they could have played um, in those um either as midweek games or uh, even at the weekends when they've got bye weekends, but by um, uh, rest weekends. That way, these players, as you can see, would have got some game time. You could have rotated players, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are plenty of, of um, Aussie selections because they're not playing the NRC. There isn't a competition at the moment that the Australians are playing um, because that's got that's been cut um, and... Uh, Hence why also the Fiji Drua aren't playing um, at uh, the moment as well. So, um, yeah, as I say, I think um, between three and uh, between three and four of those players didn't need to be there, um, and that and they were that they're probably that about, about three to four players heavy on this squad, um, considering the games that they actually got to play. Mm. Um, the um, uh, and. <laughs> Ashwin making uh, yeah, uh, offer does does owe uh, um, uh, does owe Akira a, a, a big thank you um, in one form or another. Um, anything else on this one, Stephen, or shall we move on to and have a look at the uh, the the specific yeah. squad? Yeah, I think we should move on. I should move on too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, so a couple of things. I mean, we're going to talk about the actual squad itself, which I've just brought up. Um, here, um, but a couple of things to to sort of note around this um, Pacifica team is that so far, just about every single announcement for this has come out of New Zealand rugby, um, and I do believe from what what certain murmurings I've heard on the grapevine that this is pretty much up, this has upset um, the other five Super Rugby franchises uh, and particularly the Blues um, Super Rugby because obviously the talk is that this team will be playing in 2022 um, out of Mount Smart Stadium. Um, now, already the Blues, with the catchment area they've got, can't fill Eden Park. Um, and putting another team in Auckland just means that they're going to lose um, support even more. So um, it it is a bit questionable as to the location for this team from a financial point of view. I know a lot of people will say, oh, look, um, the largest Pacifica city in the world is Auckland uh, and South Auckland in particular. And yes, there is a big audience there um, for them. Um, so um, the so yes, yeah, so there is a I, I I get from that point of view, but I do think that um, you're cannibalising um, another team uh, to do it, uh, and that there are perhaps other places you could have placed this uh, this um, uh, this squad. Um, also, the big question mark there is since. New Zealand Rugby have made all the announcements. Is this actually a New Zealand Rugby Pacifica side, or is this, or is there, are there some independent people actually trying to run this? Um, as far as I can tell, they don't have any. Um, the um, uh, they don't have any media person, or uh, I've not heard the, the only person that we've kind of heard that's officially linked with this um, is um, oh, I've gone blank to his name now. Um, we'll just scroll down. Um, uh, really well, proud. Um, Paul, while, while you're while you're doing that, uh, I just want to say Brian Williams. Brian Williams is the only person, uh, and he is uh, the patron of it. He's not actually a a, a kind of a, an active kind of member. Paul, just want to quickly jump in there. Just immediately looking at the squads, uh, there's a name in there that, that, that stands out for us, and uh, he's a friend of the show, but congratulations to Dwayne uh, Pulitobayo, who uh, turned out for Tasman this year, making the side, so we'll be wrapped for Dwayne, and we'll definitely be keen to catch up with him at uh, some stage and, and maybe talk about his experience, either pre or post. Now, absolutely. I've, I've been in touch with him this week, but he was too busy to come on the show uh, in preparation for the final uh, against Auckland, so, um, yep. Uh, we will definitely get get him on and uh, have a chat with him before uh, uh, before the end of the year. Um, he's on there. Um, 
And if you look at this team, uh, one of the things I discussed at the um, at the weekend when I was at the Open game with, with a couple of the other journos um, was um, saying that um, they should have a um, uh, or, or they, they could potentially have a, a team put together and play some exhibition games next year, drawing say may say the minor ten cup or whatever, um, saying that hey some of the uh, they can have some of the super rugby side players and this. And they're like, no, no, they can't super rugby side players. That's the whole point is it's not super, they're not uh, taking players in other super rugby teams. Well, let's have a quick look at the team that they've just got and got then. Um, Daniel Leonard Brown, well, yeah, he's definitely a super rugby player. Kelly Tuati is. Um, Apasia is. <laughs> McKinley too. Uh, uh, who on this list isn't a super rugby player? I think is more the question rather than who is. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few unknowns there, and if you if we if we if we look at that forward pack, uh, Alamanda Mutuga from uh, County's uh, uh, Monaco. That's sort of a name that doesn't quite sp spring up at, at us. Um, also, um, we sort of uh, look down the list. Somebody Penny, somebody Penny for now from uh, Waikato. One of one of the locks. I don't think they're uh, uh, contracted uh, players, and I don't think Zane Capelli. Is a is a contracted player from um, Bay of Plenty, so yeah, it's it's a case of who hasn't got a contract as opposed to who's a contracted player. Yeah, exactly. and and, if, and even that the first one you mentioned there, he's test capped, so he's actually um, with, with that one star there. Um, some of the players are um, if they've got two stars for those of you who are, who are watching rather than listening. Pardon me, that means they're a sevens capped player. So um, look, yeah, it's. Uh, there are some interesting um, players. Um, a couple of interesting ones there. I mean, um, Simon Hughes says, why is Joshuani in Mo Moana Pacifica? This team should only be for Pacific Island eligible players. Well, if you look at this side, as we've just said, a lot of them are, um, uh, are, are eligible, but there's also an awful lot here who would take an All Blacks cap if they could get it. Um, and um, yeah, uh, they've already said that Joshuani would not be, this is probably the only time he'll be playing for the squad. Uh, and it's more a matter of who is available at the moment. And I'm not sure that um, the number 10s of either Samoa or Tonga um, are, able, are available for this game, I guess. Mm, yeah. I, I was going to say, with the thing with Josh Ioane, he's got a, uh, a Samoan father, Maori mother as well, which basically means he's eligible for either a, a Pacific, this Pacific-style Pacific Island team or he can be available for New Zealand Māori as well. In fact, I'm actually quite wrapped that he's made himself available for the um, Wana Pacific side. It gives them some real, real quality in that uh, first five spot. Um, Arshan just made the point there. We've, we've complained about the All Blacks removing players from NPC. Why would we want another team doing that? Um, or even maybe include Moana Pacifica in the Minus 10 Cup next year. Um, give, and give them a slot. That would be another way to give them, give them some sort of build-up ahead of Super Rugby because we've seen already that teams that come in absolutely raw, such as the Sunwolves and Haguares, they take time to become competitive, right? Mm. Haguares made it. The Sunwolves never did, unfortunately. And that's because the Sunwolves basically rebuilt every year. Um, so if we if if we do want this side to be competitive as quickly as possible, then one of the things is they're going to need games uh, and, and a build-up to it. One of the good things that, um, and you, you, you mentioned Major League Rugby before, one of the good things that Major League Rugby has done is that teams on the whole, now not all of them have done, um, they quite often have an exhibition season before they become, uh, before they actually go live and have their real season. Now, is it the exact same squad? Not necessarily. No, it's not. Um, but it does mean that all their backroom staff get used to the fact of running an organisation and running a um, a rugby team and organising travel and organising training and organising all the things you have to organise. Um, it's not just the players you have to sort out. It's also all the backroom staff, all the admin um, people as well. And um, that's something that uh, could, could be helped by having an exhibition season or being included in the NPC next year. I guess, Paul, as an exercise, if we were, if we were looking at a, at a starting 15 Looking at the forwards, I guess in, in terms of a, a front row, I would imagine you'd be looking at Lenny Upperside up as the uh, as a starting hooker, maybe the starting props, Daniel Leonard Brown, and oh, actually no, I'll back the truck up again. You've got Samasoni Takiaho as well if you if you want a, a really really dynamic hooker. And um, I think in terms of starting props, boy, you've, you've got some choices there. Siani Mafilio, I, I would imagine, would be a starter. 
he would uh, probably anchor that uh, that loose that loose head side. But you've also got uh, Michael Alawatoa as well, who's the big the big man from uh, Manawatu, who'd anchor the right hand side. So that that would be a pretty handy sort of front row with plenty of size. Um, locks, I suppose, Gerard. Well, you're looking uh, at coming, uh, you got Daniel Leonard Brown and um, Matunga coming off the bench. So yeah, again, two guys, uh, well, a super rugby guy and an international. Um, that's not not. Uh, we've already you've already mentioned two quality hookers um, as well. So uh, as well, Samisoni can probably come off the bench and be given mobility that he brings. Yep. Then into and, locks. And into your and into your locks. I think uh, Gerard Kelly. Uh, Toyoti, who's who impressed me with Harbour this year, despite uh, where they finished on the on the table, I would imagine he'd be one of your starting locks. And uh, we saw uh, Natoya Akoi uh, during the during Super Rugby uh, take his opportunities with the Chiefs as well. And I think he's been pretty impressive for Wellington. And that, that's probably your two starting locks. And uh, but handy to have uh, uh, the promising uh, Sami Penny for now from uh, Waikato there. So yeah, it looks like they've got the bases covered, Paul, in that type five. Yeah, and Nazi Manu uh, uh, obviously brings it brings experience. Swakula had a really good um, Super Rugby campaign. Um, uh, who's going to be the other back rower? But yeah, look, you, that that is going to be a competitive pack. No, no, um, certainly. Yeah, no, no question. I uh, I just look around. Probably, I'm just looking for maybe somebody who could be a an experienced seven. I suppose you could start with Nasi Manu at eight. Um, you'd want to have Marino Michele too as your your number six, and then your in terms of uh, number seven, I suppose you'd you'd have to probably select Zane Capelli, who's really more of a tight forward, more of a number six than he is a number seven. So I suppose you'd you'd, you'd probably go with Capelli as your uh, as as your three. And maybe Sawakula off the bench, or you could start with Sawakula ahead of um, Nasimanu. So, some, yeah. once again, some good options. Yeah, definitely options there. Um, coming into the backs, then, and um, clearly, um, we're looking at Fakatava and um, Dwayne Poliativo um, are your, 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 uh, your two halfbacks. Um, quite, quite well, whoever starts and comes off the bench, I think, is uh, doesn't really matter. Uh, number 10, Joshuani or Stephen Perifetta um, into, uh, in, in, into those positions. Um, looking at a back three, or, or, or looking at so in the centres, you've got Vince Arso. Um, I'm trying to think who you'd play at 12. Um, yeah, you, you'd, well, I just sort of look at, the, look at the options they've got available there. I, listen, I, I like Fatuli Paya from... Uh, Tasman, he's big, he's direct. Um, I, I think that's, I think that's the way you go. And you, you yeah, you'd, you'd basically have him there with, with, with us or I think those two would, would be your, would be your combination in the in midfield pool. Yep. And then, um, well, wow, <laughs> back three, yeah. wow. Um, C, uh, Lester Fanga Uku. Um, uh, you've also got Nana Satoro. Uh, yeah. And that's, um, so those those three are the names that jump out to me as to uh, as, as to your back three. Um, so yeah, that that would be my um, uh, I, I guess my back three, and then uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have um, probably a, 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 a test cap player or a uh, or a sevens cap player coming off the bench. Um, oh, <laughs> quite crazy! Well, I mean to say, yeah, your wingers your wingers are probably Rayasi and. Lester Fire Nuku and probably um, um, Etienne Nanai Satoru at, at, at fullback, or you've got the yep. option of, of Stephen Penafeta if you want a more more traditional or kicking game. It's a case of who you leave out, and there's of course Johnny Musselai there as as well if you want a bit of bit of power off the the, vent, the bench. That I've, oh good grief, that's that's just crazy. Um. Yeah. Now, one of the questions that's coming in the live chat, and a couple of people have asked it. One, uh, Ashwin's asked it on Facebook, and uh, Simon's asked it on uh, on YouTube. Is who's paying for the team? Good question, folks. Um, <laughs> very good question. As I've already said, we've got a patron, um, but we have no CEO, we have no owner, we have no uh, COO, we have no HR, we have no media, we have nothing else in the back office named at all. Um, we have got two coaches named, one of whom um, 
is um, I would expect to be one of them. So each Super Rugby franchise has two coaches that are paid for by uh, New Zealand Rugby. Uh, and for the Blues, um, I would expect that Umanga was the second person after um, I've gone blank as the head coach's name um, for the Blues. So, uh, to yeah, Umanga, Tom, yeah, Tom Coventry, I think, has joined. Uh, uh, Tom Coventry and Ben Afiaki have joined uh, Tama Umanga, I believe. Okay. Um, well, I was going to say that they've, 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 they've because it's um, uh, so Tama Umanga and then also the ex Highlanders head coach um, who has just stepped down. Um, he, uh, um, so another guy who is probably still on New Zealand rugby payroll. Um, so you're looking at basically the coaching staff, at least half of it is probably is, is on New Zealand rugby payroll um, go, coming into this. Um, so, uh, which is kind of interesting because one of the comments that was made um, um, about this was that Counties Manukau was supposed to be helping with the uh, coaching side of it. And I can't, really, I've not really seen that in any of the names that have been announced. It does seem to be um, New Zealand rugby uh, people um, who are making the decisions around this, around this, around this, um, organize, around this uh, uh, team at the moment. Um, will anybody who has been announced as part of this be be involved with it in 2022 when it goes a Super Rugby franchise? Possibly no. To be bluntly blunt with you. Mm. Um, the uh, and there's a whole bunch of players here. Uh, so Dwayne Poliativo has been very, very clear to us that he's got a three-year contract um, with uh, Utah Warriors. Um, so he's still got another two years on that to go. So he won't be available. Um, uh, so yeah. So I mean, uh, for, for example, so I think a lot of these players will have other contracts already in place, and the coaches the same as well. So um, we'll have to wait and see as to. Um, uh, uh, I say, I, I, this is more a Barbarians team with the label on it. Is this, uh, is it, does this bear any any resemblance to what we'll see in 2022? I don't think so. Um, this is just to give, this is more a marketing exercise and to give the um, Maori All Blacks uh, a game more than anything else, I think. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be honest about it. Um, the... Um, yes, after the, yeah, at least half of the coaching thing is coming from the Blues. Yeah, it was always going to be part of the Blues setup. Um, thank you. Um, Aaron Major is the uh, uh, is the ex Highlanders and ex Leicester coach, uh, Leicester Tigers coach that's, that's joined them. I say Aaron Major, head coach for the Highlanders. He was under New Zealand rugby contract. I wouldn't be surprised if he still is, and it's running, and he's got a few a couple months left, and hence why he's, he's helping to fill in here. Um, so yes. Yeah, Simon says he's more confidence in uh, Fiji putting a Super Rugby team out. Uh, we'll have to wait and see um, how that uh, how, how that all um, pans out. Um, so, do you want to have a quick look at the uh, Maori All Blacks team? Yes, if it's if it's if it's named Paul, if if it's up, it has um, just been um, put up. We have a, we have eight new caps in the. Um, 24-man squad that uh, Clayton McMillan um, has named. And if you're wondering why I'm talking, it's because I'm bringing it up <laughs> right now. So we can have a look at um, uh, at it. Um, so let me just uh, uh, switch it, or change the uh, screen I'm sharing, and I'll bring up the, um, the Mary All Black squad. So Um, just to take us through it then so um, in the props um, we have uh, Josh um, Hodick, Josh Hodick. Yep. Um, Corey Rackety-Stones who you might have heard of um, yep. Stephen um, yes. Marcel Resina and um, Timothy Williams Timothy Williams being the um, uh, the new uh, cap I mean, I'm guessing that's what the stars next to the um, uh, next to the names mean at hooker, Ash Dixon, unsurprisingly, and Kurt Eklund, who's had a great season. So that makes uh, it makes a lot of sense there. Mm. Only um, two, um, uh, only, only two locks um, have been uh, named in um, uh, Selby Ricketts and um, Walker Laurie. Um, so uh, 
you've got to say one of these loose forwards is probably going to come off the bench and have to fill in there. Billy Harmon, Reed Pinsett, uh, Fetu Douglas, Ethan Roots is the uh, new guy there. And Liam Messam. Wow. wow. The, old the old boy is back for another game at this level, which is um, which is great. In the halfbacks, Bryn Hall and uh, Triple T. Um, first five eights for Terry Black and uh, Fletcher Smith. Um, good combo there. Um, um, all three of the midfielders are, are new. Um, uh, Billy Proctor, um, Ramake um, and um, Quintapaya uh, in the midfields there. So, um, yeah, some real young talent. But boy, oh boy, that's going to be a bit raw. Um, and then outside back, Sean Wynelli, Sean Stevenson, uh, Jonah Lowe and Caleb Trask in there. Interesting, Caleb Trask has been named as an outside backer. Obviously, he's been playing 15 for Bay of Plenty, um, but also can play 10 um, as well. So, um, interesting selections there. I would expect either Caleb Trask or Fletcher Smith to not be uh, involved. Ooh. In all honesty, I think they both can cover each other's place. So, I think you have one of those two on the bench um, with the Terry Black starting. Um, so out out of, out of the out of the backs that, that that's who you're going to drop um amongst the forwards well all four props both hookers both locks will have to play um, and pretty much all loose forwards as well because uh, so um yeah the one player that's going to miss out is either going to be fletcher smith or caleb trask out of this 24. clayton mcmillan and roger randall are going to team up as the coaches yet again um for this one um so what do you think of the uh, the squad yeah, just, uh, just when you look through the names, I think pretty predictable at the end of the day, Paul. Uh, on the whole, I think um, Liam Messon would be a surprise to see him come back. Um, it's, it's, it's nice to see him back, but I say a bit of a surprise to see him back. Um, but um, as you say, yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh, all the other players, there's, there's no one to complain about and say, oh my word, why is he being picked? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, um, I mean, a couple of names we won't know so well. Um, is perhaps from, from the Canterbury in in, uh, in Williams and um, for Hippie. Um, yep. But apart from that... Look, well, I do yeah. know a little bit about uh, Tamaiti Williams uh, from, from Canterbury. He's ex-Fongaray ex boys. Um, very, very big, uh, strong young man. But I think he's probably only maybe 19 or, or, or 20. So only very, very young in the uh, in, in the scheme of things, of course, myself. Uh, Renato and Pody Rakete Stones have been around the New Zealand Māori team before, of course. <coughs> Josh uh, Honick comes in with um, uh, Tyrell Lomax away with the All Blacks. Yeah, I mean, Honick has obviously been involved before because he is, hasn't got a star next to his name. Um, Aaron said, yeah, is it a benefit match for Liam Messon? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, uh, so I guess the difference between this side and the other side is this side's probably a bit younger than... Um, uh, than the than the Pacifica side, maybe, um, particularly in the backs there, uh, uh, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, how they uh, that, that that midfield pairing is going to be really interesting. I think um, with the lack of experience between those players, I don't know if Billy Proctor and Quince Pye played at under twenties together or not. Um, so they may they may have played together before, um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, very, they 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 are very young through that midfield, but boy, whoever laces their boots up for that game they're going to have their hands full with that uh, uh with that uh, pacific pacific island team uh, uh no matter what happens and um you look at this and go actually sure there are um perhaps uh what is it, eight, eight players but that, that means that, that, are, that are new but that means that all the rest um have all played together before um so it's not quite the merit it's not quite the barbarians team that the Pacifica team are going to be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, these, these guys will have some combinations that, that, are, that are used to playing with each other. Um, the um, When was the last time the Maori played uh, a big-time opposition? Um, it would be in the home away games against Fiji uh, in the Ramps Rugby World Cup last year. Yeah, it was. It was home and away. Um, no Punavai? Um, Steve, what the Terminal Rights asks? Yeah, that's a, that's actually a good question. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure if he is eligible for the New Zealand Māori team. We'd have to we'd have to look into that. Yeah, for that one. 
and listen, I was going to say, not a bad little, not a bad little reward too for the uh, Hawks Bay Magpies as well. I'm counting probably looks like about three three players in the uh, in the uh, in the forward pack, and of course Jonah Lowe in the outside backs uh, making the squad. Um, and they're all some that they're all guys who've been involved before, which is interesting. None of them are none of them are fresh um, in there. Uh, but I think it's, it's good reward for players like uh, Kurt Eklund, who's had a really good season. Uh, he's the one that really jumps out. Um, Proctor and Tapia are two guys who have got big um, futures ahead of them if they can stay stay injury-free. Uh, so it'll be really good experience for them uh, in this one. Um, and, yeah, with, with Fletcher Smith and Kelly Trask also. Um, I guess my only um, thought is that um, isn't some... Um, Who's the guy that's going overseas? Is it Fletcher Smith? No, Fletcher Smith is staying, isn't it? It's um, I think who's going up? Who's, who's signed overseas? Um, it's the other young, it's the other young, young uh, uh, fly half who actually was playing for the um, for, for the Chiefs. I get mixed up with um, with Fletcher Smith, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so, um, okay. uh, but yeah, the Hawks Bay and uh, um, Chiefs player. Um, but yeah, Tian Tian Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. That's it. Thank you. I always get Fletcher and Tian Falcon mixed up. Um, so no, so yeah, no, all these players, as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, I think are sticking around in New Zealand rugby as well, um, which is great to see. So yeah, that's no, good. Um, it, it's, I'm really looking forward to this game. By the way, folks, I have been told that I I, I will get some uh, a media pass for this game between the Mariel Blacks and the um, um, Pacific. Um, on a Pacific. So um, uh, and also acts and also be told about all the uh press events in the week leading up to it so look at look out for a lot of um uh yeah little videos uh and reports from those uh in the week leading up to this game um really looking forward to my first exposure to new zealand rugby um uh, the media machine which uh, which will either be a fun or extremely exacerbating experience <laughs> <laughs> oh very good um, cool. I think that so uh, we've covered off on all the topics I had lined up for this evening, Stephen. Any final things you want to talk about? No, that's that, that's pretty much it. Um, of course, looking forward to the uh, the two finals this weekend. I'll be at Eden Park on uh, uh, Saturday for the uh, final between Auckland and Tasman. Don't forget, it's a uh, it's a free entry, so get along there nice and early, folks. So you can pick 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 your spot. And of course, Friday night the uh, Magpies host the uh, the mighty Tanifa. I'd, I would have been keen to have got the boys' prediction for that game on uh, Saturday. But listen, if I was picking it, I'd, I'd probably be picking the two. Uh, I think maybe the home two home sides is the safe way to go. I think that Auckland-Tasman game, they might be a lot closer than what people think. That's, yeah, for me, that, that, that yeah, the, the Hawks Bay should win that one uh, against North, North, I'm afraid, Stephen. Um, the, so yeah, it's, I mean, they, they have been the standout side in the championship all season. Um, the whereas the, the Auckland Tasman one, boy oh boy, that is going to be a uh, a real tight game. Um, I know that uh, Auckland will be absolutely up for this game. The the emotion in that squad at the moment, um, I think, if anything, it might overflow, and that that will be my main concern for Auckland is that they just get too emotional in the build up to this game. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Auckland have got a real. Uh, 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 whereas um, Tasman, I think, perhaps have got a bit more of a. Uh, calmness about them at the moment, even if they aren't performing to the same levels they were last season. Yeah, it's fair to say, Paul, you were at the Waikato Auckland game on the weekend. Auckland, I think over the last probably three weeks, have been no, nowhere near their best, so they've got to recapture that again if they're to uh, knock over the current reigning champions. Yeah, um, Simon asked, do I think Auckland will ever ever charge for a final? Um, look, if they make it there every... Uh, it's, um, so, the, the, so two years ago, it was the first time that they had a host a final in what, what well over a decade, um, and the council stood up and paid for it. Um, this year, I believe Barfoot and Thompson have decided that they're going to step up and pay for um, and pay for the final. One of the key sponsors for um, uh, Auckland. So, uh, will Auckland ever charge for it? Look, if they have to pay themselves, yes, they'll charge for it. If they can get someone else to pay for it and let everyone else in free, then absolutely they will. Um, so, um, so yes, but uh, uh, Arshin says not the council, really. I, I'm 
uh, the council aren't paying for it this year, but I think they did. I think they were. They they, they gave like free use of the. Um, uh, oh, 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 I think it was Mike Greener Homes last time, two years, three years ago. Okay, um, I'm happy to stand corrected um, on that one. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Simon, the reason that um, uh, that Auckland have been able to do it for free is that other people have stood up and paid for it, not because they have. Um, I can't see them. Uh, paying for, I, I think if they if they had to pay for themselves, they would be selling tickets. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for the morning sports briefing. Um, as you've heard, Stephen will be at the uh, Minor 10 Cup uh, Premiership final this weekend. So keep an eye on our Facebook page for post-match um, interviews from that game. Um, that one between Auckland and the Tasman, I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. Um, and um, I'll be putting out my Minor 10 Cup predictions on nzsportradio.com tomorrow so uh, have a look out for those i've already put my predictions up for the um all blacks versus or the pumas versus the all blacks it's a pumas home game in australia um this weekend um and also for um the autumn nations cups that's all available on nz sports radio thank you very much Stephen, for joining me this evening yep no problems Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.